0: and gentlemen and welcome to your legion of myth live stream episode 151 on today this beautiful evening in 24 february 2018 normally you'd be hearing the dulcet tones of alex garthon marsh along with me rat Dog grismer but today garthon is uh, he's a little late he's running late the nsa wanted him for some things and he had to show up so you know that that's how it goes. But do not fret. We have uh, we have his comic pull here, and if he's not here, I'm going to do an abbreviated version. I'm going to uh, describe to you all of the comics and what happens inside by the covers alone. It's going to be beautiful. But before we get to that, we have our uh, RPG review, Marvel Superheroes Advanced Edition. This is our, our second uh, second installment for this, and it's going to be uh, resource heavy. And after that, we have a surprise. Uh, see, last week, we were supposed to have, obviously, a live stream every Saturday night, but I was on vacation, and Garthon was down with the flu. He was It was bad. So, I, I had made a pre-recorded video, and I'm so proud of it, I want to show it to you today. So, that's what I'm going to do. And after that, we're going to go to Garthon's Comic book. If he's not here, you'll get my special, special version. And i think you're going to enjoy it but right now let's get to the brass tacks oh what happened whoa that's not what i wanted why'd you do that no bad bad all right loading there we go okay this is what i wanted to do there you go the disclaimer the opinions and mistakes expressed in this episode are solely the opinions of the individual host or commentator and are not representative of the entire Legion of Myth organization. While we make an effort to provide a family-friendly atmosphere, there may be the occasional use of foul or offensive language. Thank you for your understanding and continued viewership. And if you like that disclaimer, please leave a like, follow, subscribe, or comment, depending on what platform you are viewing this from. And these are all the platforms you could be viewing this from. Twitch and YouTube, obviously. You can talk to us on Reddit, Facebook, Twitter, Discord. This is our Facebook Messenger. Surprise us there. You can check out our Steam Group community. You can see all the games that we don't own and mock us for it. We deserve it. And, of course, you can get this audio podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, or any reputable music aggregate you can find. Also, no comic We love that, see? Merchandise right here. But first, uh Patreon. You know, Patreon subscribers will get more. Uh, the last couple of weeks we've been uh, we've been neglecting Patreon. It's true. It's our fault. It's that's that's on us. Uh, we've been sick, we've been on vacation, but starting this week we are going to have brand new Patreon content once or twice a week. It's going to be good stuff. Check that out. Uh, you can get a Twitch streaming subscription. Uh, Stream uh, Stream Streamlabs donation PayPal donation or the gear check out the gear. Oh my goodness. Look at that Like I said, it's right here. You want to get the ladies. You want to get the guys you want to get the Aliens, I guess I don't know whatever you're into you can do it and as you can see Garthon is here in spirit just a you know uh, Audio visually and Presently impaired I guess but that's okay, because we're gonna get right down to Marvel superheroes, tabletop gaming fundamentals. Now, in our last adventure with this uh, with this RPG, we went through character generation. Uh, went through all of it, and I made myself a character, and he's gonna make a debut again, his second debut today. But uh, today we are going to talk about one of the of the two flexible statistics the figured yeah, i wouldn't say figured but flexible statistics one of this one is resources but before we get to that we're going to get to the publication date the advanced edition which is what i'm reviewing came out in 1986 from tsr incorporated as you know it doesn't exist anymore but yeah and the publisher was random house incorporated which was later uh absorbed into penguin became penguin random house and you can get it on eBay for 25 to $65, depending on the person selling it and the condition of the books. Uh, the condition of these books you see right here are mine. It's a scan of my, my copies. And as you can see, they're uh, greater than slightly worn. But, you know, that's just how I roll. Greater than slightly worn. Okay. But uh, you can find the PDF for free. But unlike what any Japanese corporation will tell you, I don't use other people's content without paying for it so i'm not going to tell you shh, where to find this at all I'm not going to tell you okay let's get to it now money makes your character's life a lot easier this is your basic chart for resource needs all right now in character generation every character except a high-tech hero starts with typical resources and you get a random role to increase or decrease that by minus one or up to plus three column shifts. Now, let's, let, let's just say that you rolled average and you got typical. You're a salaried employee, employed person, you're middle class. Doctor Strange, Foggy Nelson. Uh, Foggy is a, is a lawyer and he's not a very successful lawyer. He chose the good guy route instead of the corporate route so he makes moderate amount of money. That's your average Joe, okay? As you can see, uh, it's a very, very general Uh, type classifications because they want to give the judge a lot of leeway into what falls into which category class I mean what's the difference between middle class and upper middle class or lower middle class they want the judge to be you know the arbiter of those slight variations in middle class all right Or, or not so slight depending on where you live now like I said this chart is used for general purposes this isn't for you know Uh, buying teleport pads or fantastic cars or anything like that this is for uh, buying things that the average populace has access to cars phones uh you know houses apartments clothing designer clothing regular clothing tj maxx type stuff you know whatever the general populace and this is what you're going off of all right now we go to the next one now This is the the chart I was talking about, and each CS or column shift is up or down depending on your purchase. Now, each general-purpose item you want has to be rolled for, okay? So let's say you have a typical income. So you look down here in the typical chart. To get a success, to buy something that equals a typical income, you will need to roll a 51 – I'm sorry. A – yeah, 51 out of 100 – to get a green success. So your typical thing. You'd want that. But let's just say Aunt May wanted a brand new iPhone. Brand new iPhone. iPhone. At this point I think it's iPhone 8. This thing. Okay. And a new iPhone is judged. It's capital because it's the judge that determines. You know where the iPhone 8 will stand in this thing. And uh, the judge determines that this is a typical level feat. With contract, no special, anything, two-for-one deals, nothing like that. This is uh, – uh, you're not buying the phone outright. You're paying it through contract throughout the length of two years. So you pay this little bit uh, – well, not not a little bit probably for an iPhone 8, but uh, a lot of bit every month. Well, poor Aunt May, well, she needs a red feet because she's got feeble income, and that's a plus-two column shift. So instead of green – she needs red feet. Because every column shift increases your your level from green to yellow to red, and anything past two column shifts up is an impossible feat. You can't you can't roll beyond a red. I called I call it a purple feat. Alright? So you just can't roll it. So she needs to roll a one hundred to get that iPhone eight. Well, poor Aunt May probably ain't gonna get the iPhone eight. She's not gonna get the it's not gonna happen for her but even if she did even if she did roll double zero 100 on this percentile die that's not great for her because now her next resource roll now uh the the book wavers sometimes between once a week and once a month when i like to say once a month a lot of a lot of places in the book say once a week uh your re, your resource roll refreshes but Let's just say it's, it's once a month. For the rest of the month, when she's making a resource roll, she's going to be one column shift lower. So instead of rolling on feeble, she'll be rolling on shift zero, which is basically like, you got no money, you're, ba- you're just crediting it, you're just crediting it. That's it, just credit. Yeah, anyway. Well, let's look at the other side of the coin here, shall we? Uh, Reed Richards wants a new iPhone 8. Well, Reed Richards has incredible resources. And we've already determined that an iPhone 8 is a typical level feat, and that's incredible. One, two, three. That's minus four column shift. That's an automatic, automatic roll. He doesn't need to roll anything. He just gets to have it. He's got that in petty cash per month. He can just pay that contract. Doesn't matter. And there's no side effects since he didn't have to roll. He didn't use his resource feat. You know, so he. He can use it again that week or that month without penalty. You know, the rich, they have toys. That's how it works. It's life. Now, money can also make your character stronger. Now, you remember my character that I made, right? The I, oh, oh, and by the way, the name that won is the Bismarck. And let's give you a refresher on what he looks like right now. This is the Bismarck. These are all of his stats, his health, his powers, his talents. Now his contacts, sadly, I rolled zero. And for his uh, for his resources, I just stuck with the good because I'm a high tech hero, and I could go with good instead of typical, and I don't have to roll the uh, the ability modification to go up or down. And since I rolled that agility, as you can see right there, that agility, feeble. It did, it's not. I didn't want to take the chance. So anyway, let's let's get back. So uh, the Bismarck wants to fly, all right. Well, I have to figure out the applicable rank, which means how much this thing is going to cost to upgrade his body armor, his Iron Man-like armor, to fly. Well, let's see. Let's go down this list. Eh, we go down a list. Case of vehicles, no. Case of weapons, no case of items that enhance abilities, such as power... Enhance abilities. That's not enhance abilities. I want a new ability. Okay. In case of robots, or artificial beings... No, that's not me either. In case of all other things... Oh, that, that's us. The applicable ranks are material strength and power ranks involved. The more an item does, the more applicable ranks it involves, and the more it will cost to build. Okay. Well, let's go with that. So he's not greedy. Excellent flight will do. You know, he doesn't want to fly super fast. He doesn't need to be you know, silver surfer or, or, you know, anyone like that. He's just, he wants to be able to fly. All right. He just wants it. He likes it. So he initially, he wants to incorporate it into his suit, like Iron Man, you know, like jet boots or, or whatever, you know, but the thing is, if you incorporate it into your suit, it, the applicable ranks are the material strength and power ranks. Well, the material strength of his suit, because it's a Iron Man type suit It's considered the same as his body armor which is monstrous that means the base cost is monstrous all right that's bad I mean that's that's a lot of money well there's good and bad on that the good news is he can get incredible flight at no extra cost because if you go two column shifts below the base cost every anything anything uh, to do with that power is considered now free so instead of excellent he can get incredible flight for monstrous cost. The bad news is his resources is only good. Now he has the plus one CS for his engineering talent, so it's considered excellent because he can build it himself. The little he can machine the little tiny parts, so he can save on some money. But yeah, uh, excellent, remarkable, incredible, amazing, monstrous. Yeah, that's a that's a purple feat. That's an impossible feat. He cannot afford to build it. He can't. He can't build it integral into his suit. Now, if he had friends, contacts, who were richer, he could reach out to them, roll a popularity feed on them, and maybe they'll lend him the funds, lend him some of the funds, or, you know, all of them, whatever. You know, maybe they will, but he's got no contacts, so he doesn't have that ability. Sorry, So, he just decides to strap on a jetpack and bolt on a jetpack to the back of this thing. Now, it's not integral into his armor, so it doesn't have that monstrous uh, moniker just right on top. Alright? So, he goes back to his excellent flight, which is the base cost. And he goes down two shifts for typical material strength and typical body armor for the jetpack alone. This gives no cost. No extra cost beyond the highest the highest rank, which is excellent. So excellent effective cost. he has excellent uh, he has uh, excellent funds so he needs to roll a green fee to afford this thing a 41. That's doable. that's completely doable. He can roll that and he can build it. Now uh, designing it is a resource fee based on the applicable cost which is also excellent and he has excellent reasons so to design it he also needs a 41 then to fund it he needs another 41. Okay. Hey, no one said making your own powers was easy. This is going to take a while. And of course it takes days and days and days to make this stuff. You're not going to get it overnight. You have to build it, man. This is over this is over adventures. You're going to get more powerful, you're going to do all that cool stuff. That's how it works. Don't worry about it. I think it's going to be fine. Now, uh, next time this is gonna wow! I've only that was only ten minutes, that was really bad. Uh, we're gonna take a closer look at popularity now. Popularity, uh, this is the only stat in the game that cannot, cannot be increased with any kind of any kind of experience or what they call experience in in this game, karma. It has to be role played. Your successes, your failures, speeches to crowds, uh, saving small children from burning buildings. All of this will increase your popularity. Getting a beat down, aligning yourself with Doctor Doom, going on the internet and trolling people as your superhero name, this will negatively affect your popularity. Your popularity is important in every social aspect of your character. Every time you want something from a contact, every time you try and influence a group of people to help them, hey, the sky is falling, you guys gotta get inside. You're going to have to roll your popularity, man. And if they don't see burning things coming from the sky, you don't get any bonuses. You just got to roll your straight popularity. Now, if you're Captain America, you have an unearthly popularity. You're probably going to, you know, they're going to listen to Captain America. They're going to do it. If you're a random mutant, you have a shift zero popularity. They're going to say, whatever, mutie, shut up. And keep going on their merry way and maybe die from the sky falling. I don't know. Maybe you were lying. Maybe you weren't. Now, the gameplay mechanics, we're going to go into uh, how a fight actually happens, all right? Now, it's, uh, it's heavily influenced by all of, the, all of the columns you see there, and it takes a little getting used to. I'm not going to blame anyone for getting a little weird on this, all right? takes a little getting used to, but after a while, uh, you really like the idea of only rolling the percentile dice, and everything else is up to the judge. The judge determines all bonuses and all minuses, and just tells you to roll. And he will tell you your 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 column that you're rolling on, and you roll it, and you'll know it immediately when you, you know, uh, when lose or draw. So that's great. And then character advancement. This is the experience, or in this thing, what they call karma. The reason they call it karma and not experience is because it's not just used to advance your character. It's not just used to build up your stats or buy more powers or do power stunts or tricks with your existing powers no it's also used to increase your die rolls like you roll to save a small child and you fail well i spend this many karma up until the point where i succeed you can do that in this game it's going to be at the expense of your character advancement but the game wants you to be a hero the game wants you to save that little kid from the Burning building, or the falling car, or the or the debris, or whatever, he wants you to do that. And then we're going to have some example gameplay. We're going to have uh, uh, probably me and and Garthon, uh duke it out. He's going to make his own character. I'm going to make my own character, and we're going to duke it out on screen. How we're going to show that, I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna figure out a way. But don't worry, we're we're gonna figure it out. We're gonna show you exactly how the game is played. All right. Now that is it for. Uh, Marvel superheroes. Uh, part two. Uh, trust me, part three is gonna be longer. I did not have enough time to 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 make enough slides today. I'm very sorry. this has been a very trying week. that's that's a reason, not an excuse. But tune in next week where my this next week will be my anime week and I'll have two brand new animates to show you. and if you ugh, if you watch last time, they're not gonna be two stinkers. I promise. Never two stinkers in a row again. That was very depressing. I didn't like it. Speaking of things you are didn't not going to like, see what I did there? Double negative. You can see me on YouTube with my heathen dogma, obviously, and my anime and RPG segments, obviously, and my team up with Garthon the Death Seeker, where we work on Warframe, and we work on Star Trek Online. On Warframe, we are going through the plot from the beginning of the game, and hopefully to the end of the of the existing content. And on Star Trek Online, we do Foundry Missions. Uh, this is player-generated content uh, solely made by players who love the game and owned by Cryptic, so they everyone gets to play it for free. It's a free-to-play game, and you can play all the Foundry Missions for free. So I thought that was awesome. And you can see my past streams, uh, Star, Trek Online, Star Trek Online, where I go through the, uh, the game's original content from level 1 to 60, which is right now max. Through all the all the seasons, all the episodes, uh, I play Monopoly Plus. All of this you can see on YouTube, by the way. All of this you can go to our YouTube channel and you can see me, me play all this stuff. And, oh, last, last week I finally had complete victory on this war of mine. Everyone who came to my house lived, and everyone had a good ending. They all found their happy ending after the war. It was great. I loved it. It was freaking awesome. And of course, I played Amnesia, Dark Descent, and Amnesia Machine for Pigs. Thank you, Baldahar, for gifting that to me. I appreciate it. And it was dark. Dark. So sad. Very depressing and scary. Super scary, especially Dark Descent. And Outlast and Outlast Whistleblower. Again, thank you, Baldahar. Uh, This one had a lot of jump scares, and it... uh, But the the storyline for both of these was excellent and what am i going to stream on this coming monday at 8 p.m central i don't know man i still have not i'm on the fence you know i'm 59 percent sure about soma and if you want to check it out then uh, you can go to uh to steam and uh, look up soma s-o-m-a and check that out but uh yeah yeah i'm, I'm leaning that way but i could go uh, i could go to a couple of different directions a couple of different directions but you know what I promised you some uh some pre-recorded heathen dog action. Now, I want you to bear in mind that while I am proud of this video, I didn't I didn't change it for today's episode. So this was meant to be aired when I wasn't here and Garthorn, and Garthon was here, but it's the other way around today. So the beginning of the segment is just I suppose meta now maybe. I don't know how it's going to work, but you go ahead and check it out. Ladies and gentlemen and Legionnaires, welcome to another fun-filled adventure with Heathen Dog and his tabletop gaming fundamentals. And today we're going to continue with my review of Marvel Superheroes. And today's a very special day. I'm going to tell you the ins and outs of this game to make you win every single time. It's like cheat codes. Am I really going to do that on a recording? No, of course not. It's not fun. Not fun at all. Instead, I'm going to do a comic review, something that Garthon really loves, and I'm going to say horrible things that are entirely wrong, and make him so angry he could cry, but he can't say anything until I'm done, because this is a recording. Ha <laughs> ha! No, I'm not going to do that, because our partnership would end in violence and ultimately my death. Instead, I'm going to do video games, Fundamental. oh, alright, that's awkwardly worded. I see that now. But I'm going to review AAA. It's a it's a video game completely based off of the board game Axis and Allies. A game that everyone has played but no one loves because like Monopoly, the dang thing takes 20, 28, 29 days to play. And you have to have it set up for that long and it sucks. But not not this one. No, no, no. Not this one. This one you can play short amount of time. You can play alone. You can... You know what? I'm just going to give you the link for it. You go to this link right here. Garthon's going to put it in chat. It's going to be in the YouTube comments below. It's going to be great. But you know what the best thing about this game is? It's free. That's right. Absolutely free. And it's available across all platforms. You got it for Windows. You got it for Mac. You got it for Linux. It's a great deal. Let's check it out. All right. So here we are at the website. Now, the cool thing about this website is that, uh, number one, it's bare bones. You get to see some screen caps, stuff like that. I'm gonna scroll down in a second here and we're gonna see the licensing information. It's all open source, that's great. But the awesome thing is the maps. Check out these maps. These are all player generated maps from all different timelines, all different uh, goals, uh, all of the units have been reskinned, and uh, their attacks and defense have been changed to be era appropriate. You can play almost any kind of game in history. It's great. I mean, look at some of this stuff. Rome, Napoleonic era, you know, the Total War, and of course, we have Zombieland, which I didn't like. I tried it, and zombies were just way too hard, so I didn't want to deal with that nonsense, so I didn't. But you have all these different choices. You can download the maps from the the program when it's open. So let's go ahead and check it out right now. Now, here we are at the game. The first thing you have to do is choose your map. Well, let's go to the map. And we see here, these are the maps I've downloaded. You've got your regular variety. You've got your World War I, World War II, classic. I'm going to go with... You, know, you see Zombie Land. I deleted because I didn't like it. But I'm going to go with uh, version 3 of the classic game. Let's play it. Now, we got choices here. We can play online. Now, this is online with people on dedicated servers, and they just jump in, and you can play a game with them. I don't recommend it. It's hard. Then you can play your local game with you against your AI, which is good practice. Or you can do a play-by-mail game or play-by-forum. I don't know why you do that, but you have that option. The cool thing is you can host a game. You can host on your LAN or you can host over the internet so your friends can play at your house or play at their house and you can all play together, which I think is an awesome feature of the game. And of course you can connect to someone else who has hosted a game. And of course we have the regular options, you change change and stuff like that, and a cool little help file. But what we're gonna do is we're gonna play a local game and we're gonna do that right now. And we can choose the AIs, we can choose easy, hard, Everything in between, you know, if it depends on your level of play, I'm gonna be human for the Americans. And here's the way to cheat. You can alter the resources, starting resources of the game, by a certain percentage, or give everyone free production units throughout the game. Every turn they get a free production unit, just cause they're, they're them. But we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that. We're gonna, we're gonna play it straight. And here we go. And as you can see, though- sirens are blazing and everyone's going up and the gameplay the ai gameplay is super fast as you can see all right the ai is doing its thing it's not affecting you unless you're being attacked then it slows down all right but this is stuff you have no control over anyway if you look on the left side of the screen you can see what turn order you're on and and, uh, what's going on and if you uh if you Want to? You, you can see the pop-up windows, and they tell you exactly exactly what's happening, what roles are being made. They actually show you the dice, and it's it's actually it's actually kind of cool. But uh, I know a lot of people are going to have a problem with the speed of the AI. All right, it's a little too fast. I understand. And now that it's my turn, I'm going to let you see exactly what uh, how you can change the AI speed. Well, you go over. And uh, to the main menu, you click on this button here. You come over and you can see the speed of the AI. That's right now, it's set for 400 milliseconds. But you can change that to five seconds, 10 seconds, one second, whatever. Whatever you're comfortable with in the beginning so you can follow the action at the pace that you want. Which I think is an excellent addition to the game. Now, let's get back to it. And, uh, well, we're not going to do tech because no one does tech. So we're just going to go and pick our units. Now, I have a choice here. All right, my, my friends in Europe are in trouble, but I got some issues at the Pacific Theater over here because that Japanese fleet is making me nervous. So which one do I do? Well, I'm gonna do both. I think that'll be fun. So I'm gonna make some uh, some ships, I'm gonna make some make some tanks, and let's see, make some transports, and oh, it well, looks like I ran out of money, but all right, then we'll just do that. All right, so now we have to confirm our choices yes that's what I want to build and now I'm gonna go over and help help my uh, my European allies by taking my tank on over to Africa and take Algeria as my own I now have increased the the production units per turn that I get alright now we got that sorted over here we're gonna move my bomber over to over to uh, Britain so I can industrially industrially bomb Germany to take down their production units. And then I'm going to bring over my jet and help it with the defense of my ally, the British Empire. All right. Now we got that side of the board sorted. Now let's go over to see this Japanese threat. Okay. Well, they got a huge fleet protecting their island. All right. So that's scary. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring some guys over. I'm going to go to Midway and the cool thing is if you click on an area instead of a specific unit you can choose any or all and move them all at once and then i'm going to bring those guys to midway and land them there because in case the boat sinks i don't lose those guys all right and then i click on the area again choose all and move everything all of my fleet to midway now i'm in striking distance of japan of their fleet now obviously i'll get i'll get destroyed at this point but if I can isolate Japan I can stop them from moving their troops to the mainland and give Russia some breathing room so later on in the game I'm going to do that and I'm going to help out by by isolating Japan uh, maybe not take it over but isolate it and that's the beginning part of my game now let's move on over to the bad parts here's the bad part of the game Let's say I wanted to do industrial uh, I want to do some uh, some tech rolls, right? So I click on the tech roll and bam what happens? Oh. oh The pop-up window is mostly black and that happens a lot in putting the pop-up windows I choose some tech and I roll it and yay, I got some stuff and it's I saw rolls for a second, but now I got nothing half the time the pop-up windows on this thing are just this atrocious which is not great especially if you're new to the game but hey it's free you get what you pay for and eh, take it with take this one with a grain of salt so after all that what do I think of the game well I've played Axis and Allies and this is a heartfelt representation of the game I mean it's bare bones sure but it's open source free software for people who want to play Axis and Allies and can't have, you know, five friends over their house uh, you know once or twice a week to, to finish a game in any realistic amount of time. You can play from home. Everyone else can play from home. You can play against AI. You can play against people. You can play over mail. You can play over forums. You can do so much with it that, you know, bare minimum, three stars, definitely. Now, of course, there is the problems with the pop-up windows blacking out uh, important information. That's That's what took off a star for me. But you know what? Thinking about it i'm i'm gonna have to give it three and a half i'll I give it three and a half just because of all of the maps the downloadable player made content maps for this thing you can play in any era you you can play uh with different units that have specialized abilities you can uh, you can alter the game to where battleships take take one or two hits to to be destroyed submarines can retreat from any battle uh, they 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 can uh, they can submerge and bypass non-submarine units completely. I mean the versatility in the game gave it an extra half star to me. So there you go, Heathen Dogs, Heathen Dogma, video games fundamental still awkwardly worded. Sorry, but uh, video games fundamentals. And I will go back to your regularly scheduled program. Garthon, take it away. Thank you me for that amazing amazing overview of the game triple a now which is based of course off of axis and allies and it is obviously it's free like i said free to play you can go to the uh, to the link i gave you and it's going to be in the credits and the description below if you're watching on youtube and you can go ahead and play it now it's a no frills game like i showed you it is Uh, unlike there there was an Axis and Allies game that is similar it came out in 1998 I believe uh, the official game for it and it has some more frills but this one I believe is the most true to the tabletop game itself so you know it's fun to play I mean if you like Axis and Allies but you don't like I said like spending 29 days playing one game then you can play this and it's great and it's free super free yeah now normally this would be the time for yeah Garthon's comic pool, but uh, we don't have Garthon's comic pool today because Garthon's not here he's not he's there but he's not not there so i'm going to go through the comics and i'm going to review them based on their covers alone and i hope that garthon will will hear this in the ether throughout the air it will stay it will just enrage his soul and he'll make him come to the stream much faster so let's start it off what do we have okay we have avengers 681 uh writer al ewing jim zub and mark wade lots of writers artist uh kim jacinto with mike perkins Like, featuring Mike Perkins, I guess? I don't know. Colors David Curiel. Curiel? Uh, And this cover is by Mark Brooks. Okay, Mark, let's see what you got here. Well, let's see. Um, We've got... uh, Who's that on top? I don't know. Who's that to the right? I don't know. Who's that to... I don't know. Who's in the... I don't know any of these people. Hmm. yeah on the cover alone I'm gonna say that uh, um, these guys are all bad guys and they get into a squabble for some reason uh, they they stop fighting the good guys and start fighting each other because they look like really mean people so they're gonna fight each other right and uh, they and they're gonna end up defeating each other like all bad guys do they turn on each other and at the end of the book the good guys win Just by showing up and mopping the floor with whoever's left. That's what happened in this book. Uh, If that's really what happened in this book, then Mark Brooks, man, your cover is amazing. Your cover is just spot on. It's good stuff. Let me tell you. Outstanding, really. And I'm going to give this three stars. I'm going to give it three stars. Now, I'm going to have to put the stars in post because I was expecting Garthon to be here. So, Three stars. It's gonna be good. Don't worry about it. All right. Next book. What do we got? Infinity Countdown Prime Number One. Writer is Jerry Dugan. Uh, artist is Mike DiDado Dild- Jr. Colors by Frank Martin and covers by Mike Dodado Jr. and Frank Martin. Wow. I guess they didn't need any extra cover writers for this one. That's excellent. I like that. That means this uh, this cover art is most likely representative of, you know, the art in the book, which is. Uh, for me, it is, it is a joy. Now, let's see what we got here. Uh, looks like we have Infinity Stones. And uh, let's see. We have Wolverine. We have uh, the Thing. Does he have only four f- digits? I thought, I thought he had the normal number of digits. Anyway. And we have someone with a staff. I don't know who that is. And we have someone uh, with a green hand on the bottom. It doesn't look like a female hand don't know who that could be but uh, yeah I'm going to say the Infinity Stones are being found by these people uh, to be brought together again uh, for some uh, Marvel changing yet another Marvel changing calamity event that will probably reboot the universe because they love rebooting stuff nowadays or for the last 20 years really they just love rebooting things they can't leave it alone because of power creep so they got to reboot stuff so they can start fresh i don't like it it it's a bad thing but looks like that's what they're going to do here but before that happens they're going to super power creep and get the infinity stones together they're going to reform the infinity gauntlet and someone is going to be the supreme being in the universe again who's it going to be probably not any of these people pictured pictured in the cover. Probably not any of them. These are probably people who are going to get their butts kicked and the stones stolen from. It's going to be someone and not Thanos. It's definitely not going to be Thanos because he did it last time. And it probably not going to be Adam Warlock. I'm like 90% certain it's not going to be Adam Warlock because Adam Warlock also had the infinity gauntlet last time, you know? So why would it be him? You know, and it was an aspect of him that had it again. Later on. So, no. Probably not him. But, uh... Hmm. What am I going to rate this book? I think I'll give it two stars. I'm going to give it two stars. You know why I'm going to give it two stars? I'm going to give it two stars because, uh... Number one, I don't like the thing having four fingers. Even if he only has four fingers? Like, really? I I don't like it i don't like it at all and uh what would wolverine do with an infinity stone what is the blue one again is this not the soul gem that's the green one and the thing has that which is weird the power gem is the red one and the the red gloved looks like a looks like a woman has that judging by the hands alone like i said judging by hands alone and the blue one is the mind stone the purple one's the reality stone. No, is the yellow one the mind stone? I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the blue one being the mind stone. Yeah. What's he doing with that? I don't know. So, yeah, it doesn't quite make sense. So, yeah, two stars. Giving that two stars. So, moving on to the last book. Amazing Spider-Man number 796. Writer, Dan Slott and Christos. Oh, that's a good name. That's a good name, Christos. Christos Gage. Oh, man, that's a strong name. Your parents did a good job, man. Penciler's Mike Hawthorne, inkers Terry Pallet, and Cam Smith. Colors by Eric Arcingia. Sorry. Sorry, Eric. Cover by Alex Ross. Okay, Alex, how'd you do for the cover? Okay. Well, it's a, it's a very photorealistic cover. Uh, you can even see the indentations on the side of his mask for his ears so that's something uh you can see the nose and the mouth and the in the dominant chin i can't i can see a reflection in his in his eyes but it's not clear enough to know what it is it's just him could be looking in a mirror maybe he's batman navel gazing maybe he's thinking about all the wrongs he's done which he's done a lot of let's recap he ran his company into the ground. He obliterated it rather than give it to Doctor Octopus, who would have run it correctly. And he laid off everyone. He screwed over the Fantastic Four because uh, uh, he uh, he had put uh, one of their properties in the in his in Parker Industries name. And when Parker Industries went belly up, well, that they lost that too. So he he messed up a lot. He screwed over thousands of people out of their jobs. He, he, uh, you know, belly kicked uh, Johnny Storm, like, hard. And he was mad, by the way, which I get. I get that. So I'm going to say, yeah, he's looking in the mirror, and this entire book is about him uh, reliving his past mistakes and feeling really bad about it, which he should. He did bad. He should feel bad. I wish I had a Zoidberg meme. I could put it up here right now. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to give this one star because Peter Parker has been nothing but a loser for a while now. I mean, you lose enough times, that's what you become. You become a loser. And that's exactly what he is. So, yeah. Unless um, unless the the, uh, cover you know told me something else about this book which it doesn't it's just spider-man looking in a mirror yeah that's all i can think of this book so one star definitely one star yeah not good but if you want more garthon real garthon comic poll you can check out our, our youtube he has all the Gar- he has all the garthon comic polls from this year and you can watch all of our past uh, live streams to get the rest of them for the last two and a half years and more and of course you can see him with team up with me when he does Star Trek Alliance on secret world legends and warframe of course uh Garthon streams on Sunday all right he streams on Sunday his past streams of Final Fantasy 14 Banner saga and war machine tactics currently uh, I believe uh, we're we're uh, we're still going to stream uh warframe on Sunday but if I'm not available uh he streamed war Tile. Last last Sunday because I was not available, and uh, it it went. He liked the game. It went pretty well. I mean, uh, uh, it's called War Tile because the game is is played on a on a hexagonal grid, and uh, it's played with uh, uh, figurines that are shaped exactly like miniatures, and they hop around just like miniatures do, and it was it was fun. You know, it was it was it was uh, it was fun to watch as a game. So yeah, I liked it a lot. You should check it out. And, of course, his current stream up uh, for Sundays is with me on Warframe. All right? Now, if uh, if Garthon actually comes in here uh, before the end of the stream, then we're going to redo that comic poll. And we're not going to tell him what we, what we you know, did here without him because he's not going to like it. So we just won't tell him that. Shh, quiet. All right. Now is a section for the RNG, the random number generator, where Garthon and I, I try and think of something that happened this week that uh, that is worthy to tell you about what did happen this week that's worthy to tell you about Black Panther came out I haven't seen it yet, I haven't gotten a chance this week has been crazy I've either been sick busy, sick again or out of town I haven't been able to see Black Panther everyone's telling me it's great it's got so much uh, uh, so much action, so much intrigue and uh, I was really worried about uh, about the whole uh, uh, Wakanda is based on one uh, one export, vibranium that they hold like clutches on. That's not sustainable man. I mean your whole economy is based on one thing. Your economy someday it's gonna crash and die. But I, I read, I read spoilers. Spoilers. Mute if you don't want to hear this. This this is a mini spoiler. All right. Uh, Black Panther uh, at the end uh, decides that no, he wants to reach out to the rest of the the rest of the world and partner with them for for other things besides vibranium. So his country has more than one income stream which secures his country for not just the near future but also the mid and distant future as well which i really liked and uh from what uh from what all the critics are saying and the people are saying the production value is excellent the fight scenes are really good and it's written really well so i can't wait to see it myself can't wait so what else um hmm. what else happened this week Uh, Well, we didn't have a a live stream last week, so technically I could go into last week if I wanted to. But I'm old, and I can't remember that far back. That's not great. I should look into that. I should get an MRI or something. Yeah. You know what? I think I'll do that. I'll get an MRI. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Well... Who do we have uh, a viewer today? Uh, we're going to open up the uh, the uh, uh, RNG to uh, Stronexum, aka Zon. He's here. He's he's in. A, he's lurking. If you have something you want to talk about, or if you've uh, you've watched anything that I've done so far and you want to comment on it, please do. And uh, and I will talk about that while you're thinking or typing or whatever. I will go through. The rest of this thing now max Liao and elgarian stream as well all right now we went through me and Garthon after our segments and we told you our stream times and stuff like that uh max leo streams right now he's streaming grim dawn and uh this is a diablo-esque game uh i find it really 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 fun to play and fun to watch because uh, he's playing a necromancer with a literal skeleton army i think he's up to like six skeletons and a giant blob of festering disease zombie thing that do all the fighting for him and even when he has to fight himself he's got a gun so you know doesn't have to get in close and get his things all dirty and uh oh it says right here his uh when when he goes straight to youtube he's to be determined he doesn't know what he's going to do reviews for youtube in the near future he hasn't nailed that down yet but that's okay and then we have elgarian streaming shroud of the avatar forsaken virtues now his normal streaming times is tuesdays and wednesdays at 9 a.m central but he streams almost every day at 9 a.m central so uh, i don't know why we have but definitely tuesdays and wednesdays but usually almost like five days a week he's streaming so if you're if you're if you're here for 9 a.m central time check it out because he's extremely knowledgeable uh, you can check out his, uh, his links, which are uh, Role Players of the Avatar at uh, www.rpioda.com and his uh, Shroud of the Avatar help at sodahelp.org. And when I say his, I mean the, uh, the RPOda is his. He does it. So, yeah, extremely knowledgeable. You think about getting the game, which, by the way, is, has a soft uh, uh, live premiere. Uh, end of march i want to say 24th but it could be 27th i want to say 24th though where it goes live uh you can get into the beta right now you can get in for free just uh go ahead and uh, search for uh shroud of the avatar and you'll find the website with the links and all you need to download the game and try it out for yourself all right and uh you can see of course all of our all of our streams here, uh, this is our schedule. Sundays at uh, 8.30 p.m. Central Time. Garthon and I will team up, usually on Warframe. Uh, Mondays, you have me at 8 p.m. It says Variety because I, I, I'm I a butterfly. I dance around. I go to a game, I finish it, I go to another game. I finish it, I go to another game. And then we have Tuesdays and Wednesdays, like I said, 9 a.m. Central Time. We have Elgarian doing Shroud of the Avatar. But you uh, roll the dice, man. Nine times out of ten, uh any day at 9 9 a.m central he's going to be streaming charlie the avatar so look for that and then thursday night at 8 p.m Ce- uh, 8 30 i believe now 8 p.m central time is uh garth on he the dog we team up usually playing star trek online foundry missions uh, it's player made content uh for the players by the players uh owned by cryptic so it's free just like uh, just like star trek online is free so are the foundry it's all free, and then Friday at twelve noon Central Time, we have uh, Max Liao, uh currently, like I said, playing Grim Dawn with his ne- with his Necromancer Skeleton Army, and of course Saturday uh, is our live stream at eight p.m. Central Time, where we go through anime, comics, and uh, tabletop RPG video games, and all their all other nerdy, geeky type uh, content. Now, if you liked any of this. With me being here all by myself talking way too fast <laughs> please like subscribe and comment uh, if you're watching this on YouTube please comment below uh, if you liked it give it a like if you disliked it give it a give it a thumbs down I dare you uh, if you want to check us out on reddit and Facebook please do leave some message there we will get back to you uh, talk to us on Twitter we will respond you can join our discord uh, you can look at us as fa- uh, on Facebook Messenger and check out our Steam group. And, of course, you can get the, uh, this audio podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, and any uh, reputable aggregate around the world. And if you want, you can support us uh, from Patreon. Uh, the Patreon supporters get more. Garthon and I are doing Patreon-only content. I have some Patreon-only content on there right now. Uh, there are going to be more throughout the coming weeks, so check that out. Uh, you can get us also a Twitch streaming and subscription, uh Streamlabs donation, a PayPal direct donation, and an LOM Gear Spreadshirt. spreadshirt. Spreadshirt.com, LOM Gear shirt. Uh, we also have mugs. We have mouse pads. The whole deal. I recommend getting it. Uh, quality shirts for a uh, discount price. Trust me. Check it out. All right, i want to thank everyone for being here but first i want to thank our our subscribers i want to thank uh, uh our twitch subscribers baldahar and sean butts our patreon subscribers hicks 206 of daisy fame Sherris and elgarian obviously of rpota and soda and i want to talk donators from from stream labs baldahar erwin rommel mccool's harem magical cat Girl fanboy spectrofire level 99 cat Girl armor lover and me of course Heathen Dog, and our paypal donators alan51 and max Zhivilov. wow that sounds super russian <laughs> that's awesome i love that and of course uh the uh if you want to see us uh, you can see us on uh, on youtube on twitch and please like follow and subscribe and comment and i want to thank all of our viewers we love you and good night